Welcome to the Center Point Pentecostal Church Podcast. We hope that this podcast finds you well and that you are ready for a life-changing message from one of our outstanding and anointed ministers. If you like this podcast, please be sure to give us a follow and a five-star review on your favorite podcasting app. Now let's get to today's message. If you have your Bibles, and I understand I have a lengthy reading, thank you for your response tonight. And if you will just bear with me for a little while, I pray that we're going to go somewhere in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Book of Exodus, Old Testament, chapter 16, starting with verse 11. And like I am aware of the lengthy reading, but if I wanted to skip around, but I feel that I'm going to read the entirety if that's okay. And I won't keep you long after that. How about that? Chapter 16, starting with verse 11. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, I have heard the murmurings of the children of Israel. Speak unto them, saying, At even ye shall eat flesh, and in the morning ye shall be filled with bread. And ye shall know that I am the Lord your God. And it came to pass that even the quails came up and covered the camp, And in the morning, the dew lay round about the host. And when the dew that lay was gone up, behold, upon the face of the wilderness, they lay a small round thing, as small as the hoarfrost on the ground. And when the children of Israel saw it, they said one to another, It is manna, for they wist not what it was. And Moses said unto them, This is the bread which the Lord hath given you to eat. This is the thing which the Lord hath commanded. Gather of it every man according to his eating, and omer for every man according to the number of your persons, that ye every man for them which are in his tents. And the children of Israel did so, and gathered some more, some less. And when they did meet it with an omer, he that gathered much had nothing over, and he that gathered little had no lack. They gathered every man according to his eating. And Moses said, Let no man leave of it till the morning. Here we go. Notwithstanding, they hearkened not unto Moses, but some of them left it until the morning. And it bred worms and stank. And Moses was wroth with them. And they gathered it every morning, every man according to his eating. And when the sun waxed hot, it melted. And it came to pass that on the sixth day, they gathered twice as much bread. Two omers for one man, and all the rulers of the congregation came and told Moses. And he said unto them, This is that which the Lord hath said. Tomorrow is the rest of the holy Sabbath unto the Lord. Bake that which ye bake today, and see that ye will see. And that which remaineth over lay up for you to be kept until the morning. And they laid it up till the morning as Moses bade it, and it did not stink. Neither was there any worm therein. Almost done. And Moses said, Eat that today, for today is a Sabbath unto the Lord. Today ye shall not find it in the field. Six days ye shall gather it, but on the seventh day, which is the Sabbath, in it there shall be none. And it came to pass that there went out some of the people on the seventh day, for together and they found none. And the Lord said unto Moses, How long refuse ye to keep my commandments and my laws? See, for that the Lord hath given you the Sabbath. 
Therefore he giveth you on the sixth day the bread of two days. Abide ye every man in his place. Let no man go out of his place on the seventh day. So the people rested on the seventh day. And the house of Israel called the name thereof manna. And it was like coriander seed, white. And the taste of it was like wafers made with honey. A little bit longer and I promise I won't keep you long. Thank you for standing for the reading of the word. The book of Acts chapter 28. I know it's lengthy. And when they were escaped and they knew that the island was called Melita, and the barbarous people showed us no little kindness, for they kindled a fire and received us everyone. This is where Paul is shipwrecked. Because of the present rain and because of the cold. And when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire, there came a viper out of the heat and fastened on his hand. And when the barbarians saw the venomous beast hang on his hand, they said among themselves, No doubt this man is a murderer, whom though he hath escaped the sea, yet vengeance suffereth not to live. And he shook off the beast into the fire and felt no harm. How bet they looked when he should have swollen or fallen down dead suddenly. But after they had looked a great while and saw no harm come to him, they changed their minds and said that he was a God. One more verse, I promise. Joel chapter 2, verse 25. And I will restore to you the years that the locust hath eaten, the canker worm, and the caterpillar, and the palmer worm, my great army which I sent among you. And I ask for your help tonight, and I ask for the Holy Ghost to help us for a little while. I pray that we tear some walls down. Whatever you need tonight, I believe God will meet that need. And just for a little while, I want to preach to you on this subject title. Stakes fire, worms, and honey. Okay? Will you give the Lord a hand clap of praise one more time? Come on, he's worthy, amen. Thank you for standing so long and you may be seated. Amen. But don't sit down on the preacher. We must understand that it is our human nature to want to do things on our own. Come on, I want to admonish you tonight that I don't care how successful you may be or how good you may be at it or how quickly you, you climb the corporate ladder that honestly you will never be able to do it on your own. One all right, thank you now. You may go far, but we will never make it unless you have the Lord. It has never changed, and it never will change. All of us in here tonight still need the Lord. Thank you now. I heard one, one hand clap. That, that's good for a golf game, but I don't believe that's good enough for God. Amen. We cannot make it without the Lord. We still need him. Come on, I need him, and I need the church to make it. Amen. 
Oh, amen. Let, let me just ring this thing out for a little while. I don't care how advanced our churches may have become. We still need old-time Pentecost in our churches. I, I knew I would hit a wall there. I don't care how good the music may sound, how good the preaching may be. If we lack the Holy Ghost, if we lack the glory of God, then we're lacking, amen. Come on. It's our nature to get everything just right. But the issue is not the issue. We must get our spirits right, amen. We don't need to look more like Hollywood. Come on, we need to more look, look like more like the Holy Ghost. I'm going to work. I worked eight hours today and I came to work tonight. Come on, is this generation more concerned about the camera or are we more concerned about consecration? Amen. Have we traded the excitement of coming to church for the entertainment? Amen. We've never looked so good. We've never sounded so good. Come on. But without the Lord, there is a lacking. We will fail every time without a fall of the Holy Ghost. Well, I'm going to hand clap on that one. Come on, I stand here flat-footed with my hair on fire and four lanes to traffic to tell you that we still need God, amen. We still need the Holy Ghost, amen. We still need standards. We still need holiness. Without prayer and without passion, there is no power. We must be led by the Holy Ghost. Just like the Israelite people, God has also provided a provision for each and every one of us. We can gather manna just like they did in the Bible. But if we are not careful, we will too make the same mistakes that they once made. Come on, we can do it our way. You can do it your way. And it may work for a little while. But, but I'm here to tell you, God has given us clear instructions in saving the manna. He explained the process. They gathered according to their eating, according to their usage, the number of people in their household. They had a certain way they had to gather it. We don't need more comfort in this world. We need more correction. Amen. Oh, I, I, knew, I knew it was going to be tough tonight. But they tried it their way. And it was against the Lord's way. And guess what? Every time it failed. Every, how do you know that? Because every time I tried it my way, I failed. But every time that I tried it his way, there was success. His way still works. And when they gathered accordingly unto the unto his way, even twice as much for the Sabbath, it worked. It wasn't the length of time that ruined the manna where it bred worms and it became rotten and spoiled. It was the simple fact that they did not follow the divine direction by God above. They didn't gather any certain way that way. They gathered it the same way. But I'm telling you, if you don't do it unto the Lord, it will fail. How can you be so sure? Because I've see, seen people try it their way and they failed every time. I'm not here to tell you that to, 
We have a lack of intelligence, but I believe that we have a lack of divine direction that America is not following right now. Amen. Come on, it's not about our talent. It's not about our gifting, but it's about a divine direction from God above. Amen. Come on, we can't operate in the flesh, but once we start operating in the spirit, the glory of God comes down. Is there anybody that's tired tonight of doing it their way? And it's time to try his way. Amen. I never tried his way and it failed before. When I did it my way, I messed it all up. I could never get it right. But he always gets it right. But the moment that you try it his way, the devil is a liar. That it will work. His way are higher than our ways. The world's way will always breed worms and turn it into a rotten situation. Come on, I'm not struggling. I'm trying to lay a foundation here. The world's way will not withstand the storm. The church, and that was the Israelite people, was his people. But if just because they are chosen, if they don't do it his way, then it will not last. Just because we're the church, if we don't do it God's way, we'll never see revival. We'll never see a miracle. Come on, we'll never see a breakthrough. We'll never see another lost soul come into the house of God if we don't follow it his way. I'm, 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 not, I'm not worried about what the charismatics are doing, how they water down the truth, so to speak. Hey, it's this apostolic truth that we have, amen, that's going to carry us through. It didn't work before. It was ruined. Worms bred. It was rotten. And it stinks. If we do it our way, I, if I do it my way, it's always going to stink. Amen. Sin is still sin. And wrong is still wrong. Amen. Hey, I, I might as well, we're quiet tonight. I'll jump out in the water. He can put on a wig and makeup and read a library book to your kids at school, but it's still sin. It's perversion. Oh, Boy, that's weak in the house tonight. It's still an abomination unto the Lord, and it hasn't changed yet. Come on, is there anybody that has stand for what's right? That, hey, we can't do it our way, but we have to do it his way. Oh, it's, it's not hate. It's called holiness. I was just making sure this thing's working. It's called living the best way that we can according to the word of God. When we said, hey, it's not our way any longer, but it's his way. Come on. He has given us divine direction. He has given us divine direction in order to have church. I will bless the Lord at all times. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. I, I don't know if anybody's glad anymore, but I was glad when they said unto me, let us come into the house of the Lord. Are you glad any longer when you come to church? Amen. Let everything that hath breath to praise the Lord. 
I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. If two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they ask, it shall be done for them. It's his way. It's his way. It always has been his way. Come on. When we did it, we couldn't need it any longer. It lasted for a little while. Come on, when little Johnny went up to the windowsill, there was worms, there was maggots, because daddy didn't follow the instructions of the almighty God. Come on, we can't make a miracle, but God can. All that I can do is make a mess. But when I hand it over in his hands, a miracle will come to pass. Come on, when he did it, it worked. When he touched it, it worked. When I did it, I messed things up. But oh, I am faithful that this same Jesus lives on the inside of me. Once I start working through the Holy Ghost, it's his hands. Anything good that comes from my life is because of him. Can I help somebody tonight? Will you let me help you? I know it's been ruined. I know the reputation has been ruined. And it stinks. And it's full of worms. And it's no longer good. But I'm here to tell you, there's going to be honey that comes out of the problem. When they had it, it was worms. It was rotten. But when God, they did it God's way, they said it, they did it the same way. But when he touched it, it tastes like honey. There's a sweet ending that's going to be in your sour beginning. I don't know how. Well, even though you did it, you can still rise above the mistakes. It's his way. It's his way. Try it again and watch him work. God is about to take that bitter situation and turn it around. We may have ruined it. We may have spoiled it. But once God gets his hands on it, they said she'd always be a prostitute and she's no good. They said he'd always be a drunk and he's no good. They said he would always be a dope head, a dope addict. They said he would always live outside of his marriage. Let God have it. Amen. Come on, he's going to turn that situation around. How can I stand here and act dignified when I, I mess things up in my life? But when it was God, then maybe you're perfect. Maybe you live a perfect life. But I need God to take over and have his way. Come on, they said you would never make it. They said you would never make anything. They said you would never last. They said you would always be lost. I don't know if it's me or if there's a cloud of depression in this house, but I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. God, God is about to turn your situation around. What looked like it wouldn't balance out, God is about to put his hand on the scale. You are still a child of God. Even though we mess it up, God's about to clean it up and make you new again. It was ruined, but now it tastes like honey. Just as fast as the worms came overnight, God can come even faster and turn your situation around if you allow him to do it. 
Come on, it's time to live again. It's time to sing again. It's time to get your dance back again. It's time to get your praise back again. Come on, your life isn't spoiled. That one mistake, that's not your whole entire life because you gave it over to God. If you've been baptized with the Holy Ghost, if you've been baptized in a watery grave, come on, it's under the blood now. You have a reason to stand. You have a reason to shout. You have a reason to worship God. Come on. Are we giving God enough praise? Amen. Come on. He didn't patty cake his way, way to you, but he went through all the hell. Amen. Some of us are used to losing. But I'm here to tell someone tonight, turn it around. You're about to get used to winning. I know you don't believe. You are going to get used to winning. You have always lost. You blamed it on bad luck. But I am here to tell you by the authority of God's word that you will make it. You will stand. Come on, there was a rotten situation. Nobody wanted you. It was full of worms. It bred, it was spoiled. But in that morning time when God puts his hands on it, why don't you taste it one more time? Taste and see that the Lord is good. They said it was like coriander. And it tastes like honey. This is not the time for the caker worm. This is not the time for the enemy. But God said he's about to restore the time. Let me tell you, he didn't say I'm going to restore things. I'm going to restore the time. The time that you wasted. The time that you lost. The time that you woke up and it didn't work. God's about to bring a breakthrough. Hey, if you don't want it, I want it. It's going to taste like honey now. Come on, they said it stink. It stinks. I know it did. But God is about to let the Holy Ghost clean up your situation. And in the morning time, it's going to taste like honey. He's going to restore all the years that the pestilence took. Has anybody lost anything? My God, I've lost some things. He's going to restore what the enemy's taken away. Oh, amen. Come on. What was meant to devour you, God is about to destroy it. Let me, let me say it one more time. God is about to restore your household. God is about to restore your marriage. God is about to restore your church. Come on, he's about to restore your worship. He's about to restore your mind. He can do it. Come on, he can't have your field. He can't have your harvest. He can't have your crop. He can't have your family. He can't have your babies. Come on, it's his way, amen. 
I refuse to let this generation kill it. I refuse to let the canker worm, to let the moth, to let the locust, to let the little things devour everything. Come on and say amen if you believe it. I refuse to let all time Pentecost die on my watch. I'm going to let my son know that we still shout for God. That even though I'm in the valley, that even though we're in a situation, God is still worthy. When I stop having a pity party, that's when the power shows up. Oh, amen. Okay. It ruined. It soured. It was spoiled. But I'm here to tell you, God can turn your situation into new things, a new beginning, a new time, a new restoration, a new mind. They woke up. And it tastes like honey. They didn't find it in the field. They found it from up above. Amen. Now I want to preach to you. The harder you live for God, sometimes the harder the devil fights you. I know it. The harder you live for God, the easier it is. But let me tell you my version. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. The harder you live for God sometimes, the harder the devil begins to fight you. And the harder it is just to breathe. The harder it is to get out of bed. Or maybe that's just me. The harder it is to get out of depression. The harder it is to wake up. The harder it is to do things. All right. Well, amen. I just labeled myself. But we find Paul in that situation doing everything for God that he could do. Then he was shipwrecked on an island. He was a prisoner shipwrecked on an island. Now it's raining and it's cold. And now he meets barbarous people. Now this is where the story changes. I've read in history books, I have never heard a barbarian people being friendly. Think about it. The Bible says that they were barbarians. But they showed no little kindness. They showed a lot. He was cold. He was wet. They built a fire. Hey, if a bunch of barbarians can help someone, how much more can a Holy Ghost-filled child of God shine the light unto him? Amen. Thank you now. Thank you now. I've never met a barbarian. Well, yes, I have. But I, have never, I would never think of a friendly barbarian. They're here just to kill and raid cities. But I am certain that there were barbarous people, like I said, because the Bible called them barbarians. But when you do it the Lord's way, they saw Paul as a friend. Come on, I, I've come to preach to you right now that when you do the work of the Lord, things will get tough. Come on, it won't always be a bed of roses. You ask these elders in the house tonight and they'll tell you that we've been through trials, we've been through tribulations, but God's way has always worked. And that's why we're standing here by the grace of God. Amen. We can never take the grace of God for granted. Amen. But that moment that he tries to help them, that moment that you give it all to God, here comes hell. 
the snake, the viper. Paul said that he was gathering wood and he was bitten by a viper. You know where the snakes live? The snakes came out of the heat. But the snakes can't live in the fire. I believe that we need to set everything on fire again in old time Pentecost. I, now I feel like I'm by myself in the house tonight. They said he shook the snake in the fire. Instead of us shutting down, we need to shake some things back in the fire. Oh, God. This little... Come on, I, I, I've seen more clapping at a golf game, amen. Come on. You know, all of your fear, you need to turn it into praise, amen. He shook it into the fire. The devil can live in the heat, but he cannot live in the fire. You know why he lives in some of our churches? Because we need to set things on fire again, amen. Jeremiah said it felt like fire inside of my bones. What's inside of you, the devil can't live in, amen. We have, we have fabricated fires. We have built our own fires. We have done it our ways. But the only way, like you preach Wednesday night, we must have the true fire. Amen. My word. There, the snakes are happy with the heat, but they can't live in the fire. Well, amen. You know why we don't have the, have, have the fire like we used to? I'm going to just go ahead and just, you have my whole coat. I believe, you know why people don't come to church like they used to? We have lost the fear of God in our churches. You can label me hard-nosed. We have lost the fear of God in our families. We have lost the fear of God in our churches. We can't fabricate a fire. We must have the fire from above. Amen. Paula, I fell on my face tonight. This is supposed to be Sunday night service. Let, let, me, let me just, I got one more thing to give you, and this is it. Musicians, will you come? They have hope tonight. I read an article about the island that Paul was shipwrecked on. I would think it would be true. They said to this day, on that island, there are, they can't find any vipers. Now you see, maybe they died out. Maybe they did this thing. Maybe they weren't there any longer. I believe that Paul ran them all out. Because the minute you start putting that one snake in the fire, the other snakes are going to know that they're going to go in the fire as well. The minute you start living for God, you put this sin in the fire. Oh, you used to do that thing. You used to go that way. But I don't go there anymore. I don't talk that way. I don't look at these things because I started putting this in the fire. And now I'm in the fire. My word for you tonight, let's all stand. We could stay in the fire.
Last thing. Snakes, fires, worms, and honey. Come on. Did any, I don't know if anybody brought their shouting shoes on. But when I read this, God, it just shook me to my core. His ways always work above our situations. Paul was shipwrecked and bit by a viper. And the name of that island was Melita. And I looked up the word Melita in Hebrew. And Melita in Hebrew is translated as honey. I know it, it, it looked like it was bad, but it was always honey. God. Living for God, it will always be good in the end. God, I, I, can't, I can't move, that's okay. It looks bad right now, but it was always honey. It looked like hell, but now it looks like honey. It looked like a viper, but now it looks like victory. Come on, does anybody have the victory in the house tonight? It's spoiled. It was wrecked. I was on nowhere. But it now, it looks like honey. What do you do with a snake? Do you just let it go? Or do you stomp that thing? Do you kill that thing? Come on, you are the head and you are not the tail. This is not the year of the viper. This is not the year of the canker worm. Come on, this is your year. It's time for you to take it back. What are you going to do? Are you going to take it back? Come on. It was always victory. It was always honey. I know it looked like hell, but now it's going to look like honey. I know it looked like disaster, but now it's going to be in control by the Almighty God. Amen. Come on, don't give up just yet. Come on and hang on. Hang on. Come on, if you need a breakthrough, you may have to do something different in this house tonight. Come on, has the viper been after you? Come on, has hell been after you? Come on, you don't know where you're at right now. But just like the island, it was always honey. Come on, God has always had a promise. God has always been good. He has always been faithful. Thank you for listening to today's message. We pray that it changes and impacts your life for days to come. If you would like to connect with us further, give us a like on Facebook at facebook.com slash Centerpoint Pentecostal Church or just search Centerpoint Pentecostal Church on Facebook. If you would like to join one of our services in person, the service times and address are in the podcast description. Thank you and God bless and we hope to see you on the next episode.